Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This is your weekly sports fix with sticks. Hey, what's up, y'all? Welcome back. We are going to fire up a show on this beautiful Sunday morning in the Sunday afternoon in the Pacific Northwest. It's like 75 here. Aaron Barcott is with us again. He's in uh, Tri-Cities. It's like, what, 90 over there? Uh, it's, it's, it's upper 80s. Yeah, absolutely. It nice. It is warm. And uh, so don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review the show, y'all. Go to thisisfunner.com for more <laughs> podcasts and online content. Grab some merch while you're there. While you're there from the Funner family, pull all the uh, uh, merch is on that website for y'all. Follow me on Twitter at Sticks015. Also follow Anonymous Big Homie on Twitter, homie underscore anonymous. Anonymous Big Homie is being exactly that again. He may be working undercover with the homie investigative team again. I don't know. He put out a show for y'all last year. You know, stay tuned. He'll be back soon. Join the conversation. Use the hashtag sticks and sports as always. And then we also have a uh, first time guest on the show. Longtime friend, Trent Henderson. Uh, can you hear me? Okay, buddy. You there? I can hear you. I can hear you. Hello. Nice. Yeah. Where are you coming from these days? I know you're on vacation. Um, right now I'm coming from Dos Palace, California, a very small town in the central Valley. Um, <clears throat> just came down, I took the week off from work. Uh, just come down to see my family. My whole mom's side of the family lives down here. So I haven't seen him in a couple of years. I got a two and a half year old and wants to see great grandma. So we drove down, um, over the weekend and, uh, now we're here in the, in the beautiful sunshine. Nice. Yeah. And you, uh, it was probably nice when you left here, but, uh, you know, yeah. how our Seattle, how our Seattle weather oh, yeah. is. It was a little gloomy there for a long, long time. Yeah, um, I'm looking at the. I was looking at the weather, and it's supposed to be kind of nice this week. I think while while I'm while I'm gone. Yeah, it's definitely not going to be like uh, 90s like it is over in the yeah, Tri Cities, yeah. but I think we're going to get to 80 uh, later in the week for sure. That's nice. Uh, you know, Trent, as you all know, he's uh, been following. He's been following us since day one, so we appreciate that, Trent. First time on the show. Appreciate you coming on. Like I said uh and and uh welcome we're gonna have a lot of fun talking whole bunch of baseball today i know uh can't wait to uh give aaron a little bit of grief about his last place new york yankees that's gonna be some fun they're terrible (laughs) (laughs) they're they're unwatchable right now (laughs) i am surprised that's all i got from him usually he's a man of many many words so uh i'm trying to hold back i've got a lot i'm gonna say we got some show to go (laughs) <laughs> yeah i do i know he has a lot to say 
So, hey, Trent, uh, real quick before we get into it, um, I want to give you this opportunity to, you know, talk about your foundation you've been doing and the Hindu golf classic that is awesome and so much fun. So uh, yeah. go ahead, bro. Floor is yours. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, if you, if you don't know, my, my dad was Dave Henderson, um, played baseball for about 14 years, started with the Mariners, got drafted out of high school and, and, and played professional with the Mariners since 1981 to about 86 or so. Then went over to the Red Sox. Uh, went to the World Series and, uh, you know, when when the, the classic, when the ball went through Buckner's legs, you know, the, my dad was playing center field and that happened. So that was heartbreaking for everybody. And then went over to uh, played in the Bay Area with the A's, uh, went to three World Series with them and, and finally won one in 89 with the earthquake. Um, and then, you know, kind of kind of finished up his career. He, he was with the Royals for a little bit, but retired in 95. And then but we always kind of lived in uh, the Seattle area. And, uh, and so he, after, you know, uh, uh, retiring, he, you know, he always, uh, had, had, was real deep in the community and, and charity organizations and, and, uh, involved with the Mariners and the Oakland A's, um, doing a whole bunch of stuff. And so unfortunately he passed, uh, in 2015, he had a, uh, had a kidney transplant, which went well, but then, you know, got a blood clot and passed. Um, so since then my wife and I, we started this foundation called the always having fun foundation. And the reason why we picked that name was, uh, my dad always signed his, his autographs on the ball. He said, Dave Henderson, always have fun to all the kids out there. He was always a really big fans guy and, and loved all, all the fans. And so that's how he signed his name, um, on his autographs. So we said, Oh, that's perfect for uh, our foundation name. And, uh, really the cause of what we're, um, doing is raising money for Angelman syndrome, uh, which is a genetic disorder that affects my brother Chase. Um, and, and my dad and my brother were just super close. It's a genetic disorder. It, it, it's a caused by the deletion of a chromosome. I'm no doctor, but uh, it's a neurological thing and it really screws up everything, motor skills, developmental, all sorts of stuff. And so what's going on right now with Angelman syndrome research is they're actually really close to actually curing this uh, disease disorder. Um, they've been able to duplicate this chromosome in mice and duplicate it so that, you know, it fixes everything. Like I said, I'm no scientist, but they tell me that this uh, syndrome, this disorder will be cured within our lifetime. So we're trying to do everything we can to continue my dad's legacy and continue to raise money for Angelman syndrome research. And, um, and so that brings us to, we've been doing a golf tournament. This will be the fourth one that we've done um, since we kind of started. Uh, it's at Washington National Golf Club in Auburn, Washington. It's going to be on July 31st. Um, if you want to learn more about our foundation or anything else with the event or what we're doing, go to alwayshavingfunfoundation.org. There you go. Nice. It sounds that's pretty good. I didn't even rehearse that or nothing. <laughs> dude, that, that sounded freaking money, dude. It's like you had that right on spot. I know you've got to talk about I know you've talked about it a while. Um, I've seen you speak in front of people. Um, so I mean, very well, very well said. And uh lots of good info info from Trent there. Appreciate you sharing all that. Thank you very much. Mm -hmm. Thank um, you for and like you said, on it. Absolutely. hundred percent. Thanks. Thanks for uh, sharing all that. And like you said, uh, always having fun foundation.org go That's there, it. go there, check it out. Yep. Um, 100% fun. I've been, uh, a participant in this golf tournament for years on years now. Yeah. And, uh, it is a lot of fun, a lot of great memorabilia there yeah. to go off for auction, which all the auction money, 
goes yeah, to all, all Angel the, Man Syndrome. Yeah, all the proceeds go to go to Angel Man Syndrome Research. We work we work through the National Foundation, which is called uh, Foundation for Angel Man Syndrome Therapeutics. Fast. I just say fast because then you don't have to say therapeutics. <laughs> but yeah, all <laughs> proceeds go to research, and that was something that uh, my dad was really passionate about. Um, he was just trying to make sure that we continue to make a difference and and uh, you know <clears throat> try to cure this thing. For sure, um, you know, like the the foundation says, always have fun, always yeah. put a smile on your face every yeah. day. Um, every time I saw Hindu, always had a smile on his face. What a great guy, uh, loving man for uh, everybody and the youth and the fans and the whole the whole country, man. It was awesome. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I yeah. always continue to run into people, run into fans, you know, and, and hear stories about how, oh, your dad was our favorite. He always had a smile on his face, always looked like he was having fun, you know, always interacting with fans and people. And if you ran into him, you know, at the bar or whatever, have a beer with you, whatever. So uh, it, it's cool that to hear all those stories and those uh, interactions with people. Awesome. Thanks again for sharing. And uh, make sure you, everyone goes to alwayshavingfunfoundation.org. So let's get into some thanks again Trent mm -hmm. let's get into some gosh I was really hoping I could say first place Mariners today but I really <laughs> I really can't say first place Mariners they are second place Mariners right now um you know still have a win percentage of 600 so nothing wrong with that uh Anaheim Angels have an eight and five record 615 win percentage but what I wanted to talk about a little bit is how impressive that, and my computer is hella slow, got to work on that. Um, but, you know, as far as a Mariners fan goes, I'm really liking the Hanniger, France, Seeger, one, two, three in the lineup. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, and I believe Aaron, Aaron Barcott will. Um, he always likes to correct me when I'm wrong. Got to pull this up here. Here we go. <laughs> uh, so, you know, uh, let's see. What is Seeger? Seeger usually has a uh, hit number three, usually has a, you know, he's my favorite player. So I'm going to talk about him first. So, you know, usually has a slow start in April and May. And I know we're only two weeks in. I understand that. Uh, so remember that. Remember that when we get to the Yankees, we're only two weeks in. <laughs> I know. We're all, hey, they're still, they're still the bottom <laughs> of the barrel. And I love it. So we have uh, Seeger hitting 273, not too bad. And we got France at 286 and Hanniger at 328, top of the lineup. Uh, a few weeks ago, I referenced, or not a few weeks ago, because season's only two weeks. So I think last week, Aaron Barkow, we were talking, you know, I was talking a little trash about Sam Haggerty, poor kid. Um, he was like one for 20 or something. And I was like, you know, he's not the answer to left field right now and then the kid goes off and goes like four for six in a doubleheader or whatnot right and hits the ball uh a mile in minnesota yeah. or whatever it was right um just to go down a few more players uh looks like Luis Torrens. he started off a little bit hot the catcher taylor trammell you know early season call up already you know take a place of kyle Lewis, which we haven't even seen yet hopefully we'll see him monday or tuesday in my opinion seems like trammell has a little bit of difficulty with the lefties. I'd like to see him uh, get off to a good start. I think he's playing today, so 
uh, against a righty. So he needs to get a couple hits today. But anybody's thoughts on this Mariners lineup? Like we said, Aaron Barcott, we do, we 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 knew where they're not going to be um, hitting bombs and and uh, don't have much power in the lineup right now. We have 16 home runs as a team, 16th in the league, so middle of the pack, obviously. Um, so looking forward to the season, of course. I still. Still heart, heartbroken about Paxton, as Aaron Barcott was right about. Um, When's that guy going to go to jail for all the money he's stolen from Major League Baseball? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. I loved him two years ago when he pitched for us, but he's literally thrown 26 innings the last two years and made $13 bucks. I, I, I can't even do the math on he that. Must be hanging out, he must be hanging out with, who is that, Bobby Bonilla? Yeah. <laughs> Bobby Bonilla Day is coming up here. Yeah, That's right. Uh, I, I really listen. I the one thing that I know baseball has done right now is everybody's playing in their division because of COVID, right? Now, obviously, they're going to get out of their division, but everybody early on is going to play in your division, so they're getting a heavy dose of the American League West. Outside of Anaheim, the American League West is not very good. I mean, Houston still has a couple of good guys hitting, uh, but Zach Rinky's their ace, that's it. And, and, you know, the honor of the days of Garrett Cole and Justin Verlander and King Grinkies are number three. Uh, they've lost Springer to free agency. Um, they've lost some other guys. So I do like Anaheim. Um, I do, like I told you, I like the Mariners lineup. I don't like their pitching staff. Um, I do like their lineup. I do think uh, their lineup's going to come around. Uh, and I say that, I know they're nine and six, but they're only hitting 230 as a team. I think that obviously beginning, like you said, two weeks in, bats are always going to have to catch up. Pitchers, you know, right now pitchers don't have most pitchers, unless you're an elite guy. You don't really have to touch on your slide or your curveball yet. You're still trying to, you know, mix the, you know, trying not to survive off your fastball. But those off-speed pitches are not going to be crisp in the first two weeks. Um, I do think they're a young team that likes to swing a lot, and that's probably indicative of hitting 230 early on. Is they probably don't go deep in counts. Um, I do think that their lineup is going to mature and get better. I, I do like their, I do like the lineup. I think their lineup, I told you this a couple of weeks ago, can do a lot of things. I think their weakness is I really cannot find one pitcher on that staff I like. I, I don't look at one. I know Marco's a good pitcher, but Marco's a four in, in like LA with Dodgers. He's a four, you know. I, I So I love their lineup, and I, it's young and it's upcoming. I think their pitching staff, I think in the offseason, that's going to be something they have to address uh, being free agents. Well, it's funny you brought up Marco because, I mean, he has an 8.22 ERA right now and three starts, down, right? Which is down because it was over 10 before his last start. What's that? That, that, that eight-run ERA is down. It was double digits before his last start. And yeah. Again, it's, and early. It, it's early. It's early. It's early. Right. But, right. But he just doesn't seem like he's finding his spots. He doesn't seem yeah, like he's, he's comfortable out there. He's, he's hanging a lot, of, a lot of breaking balls. And it doesn't – It just he just does not look comfortable out there. Uh, you were talking about the pitching staff a little bit. I was impressed with Kikuchi the other night. I think he went seven um, and got pulled. But, I mean, he was he was flying through the first four and, you know, only had like 56 pitches or something like that, or maybe it was a fifth. So he had a good pitch count going. And like we discussed too, Aaron, and with the Nospeak homie as well, is these pitchers going deeper. Uh, I've seen a few pitchers lately. I can't remember. I know Bieber went, I think, a complete game today. Or, no, he went eight. Uh, Aaron Nola from the Phillies went a complete game today. 
Uh, let's see who else was there yesterday. Uh, a couple other pitchers the other day went, went longer as well. So, but it's all about that pitch count, right? Um, I know Garrett Cole broke a hundred pitches today for the first time. They let him go like 110, 112. See, and, and, and we, as we discussed that too, do you think that's going to be a, uh, uh, as we discussed the, the 2020 season, a lot of those pitchers, you know, had half, half many starts, right? So now we get in, that, yeah. yeah, we get into now and then already throwing a hundred, that kind of makes me a little worrisome after we yeah. already talked yeah. about, you know, pitcher injuries as, as well. But then again, it's kind of a, <laughs> uh, I'm kind of a, I'm a hypocrite, I guess I would say, because I want them to throw a hundred pitches. I want them to go eight innings, seven, eight, eight innings. And, but now I, you know, don't want it to hurt them in the long run. So we're, we'll see how that goes with them. And I think you're a hundred percent right. The pitching for the Mariners is, is a little bit of a struggle. Although I do like flexing a lot, you know, as he showed yesterday. Uh, he's, got he a, did, he's, got, he's done a three thirty. Again, it's early, but his ERA is like three thirty something. He's, he's yeah, good. he's looked good. And and a, he he did give up ten hits, but you know right. he didn't give up you know three home runs on those ten hits, right? Or yeah. the one, uh, or a two run ball. Talked about, right. The one the one thing we talked about with those pitchers too was uh. Innings. Now, I know you talked about you are right. Pitch count has become the, you know, if you, I think we can all walk into a, an interview and talk about pitch counts and all of a sudden sound like a guru to some baseball people because they just in love with the pitch count theory. Um, but I'm, we talked about this, Jason. I'm, I'm nervous because it's been two years since a major league pitcher had to throw 100 innings. What are these guys going to look like in July when they're hitting 120 on, on the innings count? And, uh, you know, they haven't had 100 innings pitched. Because last year, your, your major league leader in innings pitched during the regular season had like 80 or 90. Now they're going to best for 200 to get a nine. I get nervous of the injuries coming up. You know, um, the Glasnow kid in Tampa Bay, I looked him up the other day after he after he looked okay yesterday. He walked like four or five guys. He's been in major league baseball for seven years. He's never thrown 90 innings. And now he's going to be the ace in Tampa Bay. What's he going to look like when he hits inning 120 for the first time in his life? You know, a lot of these guys are going to be doing that for the first time in two years. So it's going to be interesting. I do think that's where pitching is going to fall off this year, I think. Even if we don't see a mass injuries, which, of course, I hope we don't. I'm nervous about it. I do think when we get into August, and I could be wrong, but I do think lineups are going to start to catch up with pitchers in August. You know how the pitchers warm up June, July, they start to dominate. Yeah. Um, These guys haven't thrown 150 innings in two years. Uh, by August, that arm, you know, that arm starts to get tired in September. It's going to start getting tired in August because of that COVID shortened season. So I'm interested to see what happens. It's going to be a different baseball season for sure. And like we said, too, I mean, the Mariners haven't even got Kyle Lewis back. <laughs> Hopefully he'll be back either tomorrow or Tuesday. Because, um, you know, right now, you know, with uh, he's a stud. I like that kid. Yeah, he's going to he should be good. I'm, I'm excited to see him get you know, a hundred plus games under his belt instead of just the 60 he got last year. But uh, right now with, you know, the, the left field, you have Marmaleos, you have Haggerty, you have Braden Bishop, who they called up after Fraley got hurt. And, you know, Dylan Moore probably filled in there a little bit, just not the, I mean, we got, you know, Taylor Trammell filling in for uh, Lewis and center right now. I'd like to see him go to left if he can turn his, his hit the stick around a little bit and, yeah. and start hitting those lefties, in my opinion. Well, that's something that happens, you know, with those rookies, right? I mean, if you had, you know, he had a couple hot 
games um, early. And then as soon as, you know, you turn around to a different series or different pitchers, they got that scouting report on you and, you know, and they know how to pitch you. It happens that fast. And that's interesting to see with, with Kyle Lewis too. I mean, he did have 60 games against the division last year, right? (laughs) Pretty much all his games were against the division in the NL West, right? Um, So we'll see how that goes too as well. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, Trent, speaking of all that, I got a question for you. When did your dad, I don't know if, you know, that conversation was ever had, but yeah. if it, when did your dad as a hitter, usually what, what, of the season did he start to really feel comfortable for you? You know, if he was here, he would say playoffs. <laughs> he was all about the playoffs. If you ever came up to him and you said, hey, you know, if there's a kid, how many home runs do you have? He, he'd tell you seven because that's how many he had in the postseason. Those, that's what <laughs> right. right. That's, right. that's exactly what he would say. But awesome. yeah, as far, as far as like, you know, uh, during the year, you know, I, I, I wouldn't know for sure, but he definitely made sure that he was um, clutch when it when it when it came time to be clutch. Right. You know, right. he knew he knew what was when when it was the important time. Or I mean, in August, September. Get, get, yeah, absolutely. I mean, with the with the long <clears throat> season, you're right. You know, they go like we've, it's it's a game of streaks, right? You'll go 10 games, you know, you know, and hit 300 or whatever. Um it, it it's all about consistency. You know, you just obviously don't want to get in that 0 for 20 slump, but um, with this Mariners lineup, I think it so far after the first, like I said, two weeks, seems like they're being a little bit consistent. You know, they didn't get any run. They didn't score any runs last night off of Granky. Um, so we'll just see how it goes. Yeah. And uh, looking forward <laughs> to the future. And yeah, I'll, but we should comment on because, it's very significant. Mitch Haniger to, to be come off. He didn't play last year. Right. Yeah. And know, he barely hit, played in 19. Like, right. Got hit in the face. He lost a testicle, all this stuff. He's been <laughs> through the ringer. He did. And yeah, um, he did. And for him, was... to, for him to, for him to come back, you know, after almost two years and be still smashing the way he is right now is, is really, is really, really cool. You know, a lot, not, a lot of guys can't do that. You know, there's a question I, about whether or not I his like career that. There's a, there right. a question whether or not his career was over. When he oh, was, that's what we were talking about. When he got hit in the yeah. face, it's hard to stand in that box again, you know? Yep. So, uh, Absolutely. So, and, and he came back that whenever that was, that week, and he hit two bombs or whatever. So, so you know, he, he, he's a gamer for sure. And just as a side note, doesn't that trade seem like it was 100 years ago? Yeah. Walker for <laughs> right, Segura remember. and Hannigan. Yeah. And, Hannigan right. and it, it seems like it was 100 years ago. Like, yeah. Was already what on a second or third year in Philly if he's still even in Philly. I mean, it's yeah, yeah. That trade. I mean, for, for November of November of 2016. So, five so it's been five years. That's a long time. For and he's only played what two seasons, two full yeah, seasons. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember where I was. Well, he was an all star. Was that 2017? He was all star. I remember 2017 people because he was an all star. People were saying this is the next big guy. You know, the next. Uh-huh to be that 35 40 home run guy yeah then he hit those two years of injuries 
Uh, yeah. I, I agree with you 100%. I'm like that. I hope I hope he stays around. You know, I mean, they, they say you know when when he when he comes out hot like this, now he's you know uh, uh, attractive to other teams. But you know, obviously, we, we like to keep him. And I'll say on a personal note, he went to Cal Poly with a good friend of mine, so he is a big supporter of uh, always having fun foundation and, and a couple items for outside. Awesome. So he's a really cool guy. Nice. Yeah. I mean, that's a great call out and uh, Trent on, on the Mitch Hanniger reference. I mean, uh, as we talked about in one of the early podcasts as well is right now, the Mariners starting lineup has four of the nine starters are first round picks. You have Hanniger first round. Um, you have Taylor Trammell, Evan White, and then JP Crawford as well. So yeah. I mean, now, now it's time to shine, right? We'll see how, how uh, this season rolls out, um, knock on wood. Speaking of this season, um, let's, 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 <laughs> I want to get into uh, uh, some other things, like some, some player numbers, obviously the no-hitters uh, that we were talking about. But let's talk about how uh, these New York Yankees are the – and I, I only want to talk about this because we might have a few Yankees fans out there that listen to this show, and we have uh, – uh, Aaron Barcott, who's a, a Yankees fan as well. So, you know, with the five and nine record, which I believe five, five and ten, they lost at that. this point is five and ten. So and they lost in true Yankee fashion for 2021. The way they lost it was ridiculous. How'd they lose that one? Garrett Cole was dealing today. And uh, by the way, speaking of pitching, Tampa Bay has already gone to the starter. When I say starter, we're talking, you know, where they use the bullpen all the innings. <laughs> yeah. They did it twice this weekend. Oh, my goodness. They're, they're already looking for starting pitching. They, they went to the bullpen for nine innings twice this weekend. No, uh, so Stan gets a home run. We're up one nothing. Uh, third inning, and this is where I talk about true Yankee fashion for 2021. This is why I know they're going to turn it around. They're just doing stupid stuff. And it's not like stupid stuff with guys that have never, you know, guys are playing out of position or guys you've never heard of that are being asked to, to be, you know, play beginnings. So they get uh, Tampa Bay gets three singles, scores a run to tie it. Uh, the, the guy that gets the third single, kid scores a run, kid coming from first goes all the way around the third because Aaron Hicks basically throws the ball from center field into the netting down. <laughs> I saw him do a couple times, right? So, so he does that. The runner had only done his, uh, you know, he had just done his turn on second. He had stopped and was watching. He wasn't like he was digging for third. All he's got to do is get the ball in. The reason that matters is because the next batter strikes out. The next batter then hits a fly ball to left field that scores the guy. He's standing on second if you don't throw it. And then after the sack fly, the next guy strikes out. So it would have been 1-1. Instead, it's 2-1. Then Aaron Hicks jogs in the eighth inning, seventh inning, 2-2. He jogs on a fly ball that bounces right in front of him. If he had sprinted, he would have caught it. The next guy hits a double that scores that guy. It's 3-2. I mean, just a little. And then that we had that three-air game, that 82 loss where we had like 600 runs on Friday. I mean, it's just it, – it, they're unwatchable. I sloppy. mean, it is sloppy. And the talent say, and it's not like guys that can't play. It's, again, Aaron Hicks is a very good player. I don't mean to, to knock the guy. He can play. But it's just those mental mistakes. Like they're not locked in as a team right now. And so, and then they also can't get the big hit. Like they had Glasgow last night uh, on the ropes. First inning's thrown 35 pitches, base loaded, gets out of it with no runs. You know, um, 
just little things like that where they're just not getting stuff. Even DJ LeMay, he was struggling. Um, he's had two, two straight games where he's tied the game for us, but he's even, I think he's hitting like 280 right now. The guy's hitting 330 the last two years. So it's two weeks in, um, but they're just, it's just a lot of sloppiness out there. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, injuries. you know, they're saying the same thing in the locker room. Like, we got to clean this up, boys. It's too sloppy <laughs> our heads in there. Yeah. I, and, 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 you know, it, 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 it gets that sometimes with teams. Um, I also know we're really young. We're not as young as the Mariners, but we're not old. I mean, I think uh, Stanton and uh, Stanton's 31, DJ LeMahieu's 30, and then you've got the old man Brett Gardner at 38. But other than that, everybody's in their 20s. Um, I do think we got to get rid of the, and I don't mean get rid of the player. We got to get rid of the Brett Gardner binky. Because anytime Clint Frazier struggles, Brett Gardner starts the next two games. <laughs> you just got to let Clint go. He's 25 <laughs> years old. He's never played a full season. He's going to make, and they, it's not that he's making mistakes in the field. It's that he's struggling with the plate. Let the kid go. You know, just, I mean, he's faced some really good pitchers. He's faced that, uh, that, that kid that the Dodgers let go to Toronto twice already. He's had to face Glasnow twice already. Mm. So it's not like he's struggling against a bunch of nobodies. Let him go out and play, figure it out. You know, if you keep just rotating him in and out, He's going to be in a slump all year. I don't think anybody can deny that uh, Stanton, Judge, Hicks, and Torres, Ursula, are, and LeMahieu, don't forget, are mm-hmm. not a scary opposition to, to, uh, to face and that cannot put up a two-run, three-run homer at any time in the lineup. I mean, oh, I, I, I think the team is That's too, a scary now, thing, right? I, th- I think the American League East is really bad because I think Toronto, even, if, sorry, uh, Tampa Bay, they only have the one pitcher. Um, I, I think the Yankees are too talented. They're going to win 95 games. I, I, it all comes down to can they stay healthy. And then you're always going to have, and, and Trent knows this being around his dad, you're going to play on teams where they're going to have, they're going to look god-awful for 20 games at times. Not not all season, but you're going to have a three-week stretch where you're just you're just looking at each other in the locker room like, what the hell are we doing? You know. Oh, yeah. Especially, especially, especially oh, too, yeah. if if you have like you know um, guys that have maybe haven't played together a lot. I mean, we had a short season last year. It was weird. Everybody was kind of funky, you know. And so, yeah, it's. I think I think we just have to say it, it's it's early. It is. It is early. Now, yeah. now, and I don't mean to change the subject on this because I'll. I'll I'm, I'm like I said, they're unwatchable right now. I, I, I am not one of those on the ledge Yan- Yankee fans. that's like, let's fire Aaron Boone. No, the guy has 103 <laughs> wins. Yeah, the guy yeah. In, in, in 1819 went 100 wins and 103 wins. We're not going to fire him. I got Yankee guys on these Yankee pages like, we got to trade Frazier. We got to trade Glaber Torres. We got to, and I'm like, you're trading a two time all star shortstop because he muffed the throw that cost you a game. <laughs> We just got to avoid big injuries. And I don't know if you guys heard this one. Uh, I don't know when he's coming back. This is a Dodger. Uh, this is huge. Um, Bellinger has a fracture in the fib- uh, fibula. Oh, yeah, oh, that's right. Yeah. And he's, that might be a season injury. I mean, you're, that's the weight-bearing mode. I mean, he's going to be mm-hmm. wild. That, and they got rid of Jacques, Jacques last yeah, year. Yeah, Jacques Peterson. He's right. in Chicago. He's in Chicago, yeah. right? Yeah. And, and that's – and, and I bring that, that up. Absolutely. And I bring that up because as bad as we look – that's the stuff we need to avoid because you can clean up the sloppiness, but you, yeah. you can't have like, you know, Stanton and judge cannot be hurt for 60 games again. You can't do that again. 
mean, they did that in 2019 where they barely played. So we got to have those guys healthy. I think the sloppiness will clean up. Um, we got three guys that can really throw it on the mound. Two of them, again, coming back from injuries. Uh, but they, they've got talent. They've got, they've got numbers. Uh, you know, I like the talent kid. He throws 97. He just didn't throw last year. He's, he's off his uh, – he had Tommy John in 2019 and because of COVID he didn't pitch. But he throws 97, 98. Kid's going to be good. He's just – it's just going to take him a month or two like we talked about. He's, he's got to learn how to get his off-speed stuff back. Uh, I think they'll be okay. I'm not – I don't think the world beaters, although Bellinger being gone, I think takes a big hit yeah. out of the Dodgers. That's big. He was a big impact uh, last year. You know, and that, that was a kid that I was watching too. Just his swing and, and how how he is at the plate, very explosive. Uh, it was very apparent when you're watching it. The ball flies off his bat. The yeah. Ball comes off his bat. Everything that comes off his bat is just violent in a good way. I mean, he just, mm-hmm. yeah. You look at him, he looks like he, remember Luis Gonzalez? That's what he reminds me of just the body tap. He's taller, but he looks okay. like 150 pounds. But he, man, he, he gets a hold of it. it. It's, and he's a great player. He's a great player. Yeah. Hey, at least at least uh Anas big homie's not here to to ramp up and talk about how great <laughs> his daughters are so uh that's the one good thing about having him on this investigative team that he's working on right now because we'd all have to hear about how they're 13 and 2 and they're gonna wipe the floor with the san diego padres which yeah. we discussed is like you know one and two in the national league west uh right now the giants are surprisingly decent i mean you know they, they seem like they're last, we were watching them yesterday because I'm in the Bay Area right now. So we got Giants folks and they were giving it up. Their bullpen, same thing than when they were playing the Mariners last week or whatever. Bullpen just gave it up. And I think I saw a stat or I, if my computer worked, I could look it up. But I want to say that the Giants have like one of the best bullpen ERAs right now. Or maybe really? it's a complete, complete pitching staff ERA. So, mm. I mean, if they're going to lose, if they're going to give up one out of the first 14 games i mean so, i'll tell you they got that kid uh, grossman they got him he was a complete flop in uh, baltimore but he throws 100 miles an hour and the kid has been a stud yeah he's got a 320 era already and then don't forget they got a uh, johnny sweto still yeah quite <laughs> quite sorry but they, <laughs> yeah, they, they got they got a they got a couple guys that can throw it i mean they can throw it a little bit so i i do i do like the the giants can, can but i mean i i really like the especially if Bellinger's out long-term, I really like the Padres. Yeah. I really like what they've done. I think the Dodgers are better, but you subtract a 320 back, 40 home runs out of that lineup. And like you said, Jason, you don't have an experienced veteran like Jacques Peterson to take over for him. So now you're, you're relying on another kid from the minor leagues probably. Mm-hmm. You know, and so I'm, I'm, in, I'm interested to see. I like the Padres. I want to real quick on the uh, NL East – which is surprising to me that Atlanta's only six and nine when you have freaking Acuno, Acuno oh, yeah. is on fire, bro. Yeah. All I see is Acuna stuff, Acuna highlights. He's all He's over got, the place. Leads the league, leads the uh, MLB in home runs of seven right now. And the next closest looks like Justin Turner has five. Oh, he passed, uh, uh, what's his name from the Mets? Or not the Mets, the Red Sox. Oh, JD Martinez. Yeah. Yeah. He was leading for a little bit. He and Devers have five each. I think he and Devers, the third baseman in the Red Sox, I think he and J.D. had five each. Yeah. Yeah, speaking of that, I mean, and I think uh, Martinez has – I just had it up, but this thing's not working. But Martinez has like 18, 16 RBIs or something, but he got like 10 of them in one game. Yeah. So, (laughs) I mean – 
makes me feel better as a Yankee fan that the number two is five home runs because I'm over here going, God, Aaron Judge is terrible. He's got four bombs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I hear five is number two. I'm like, oh, right. I oh, do yeah, love it. I, I love Aaron early. Judge. I do. Yeah, yeah it's a, that guy's yeah. so big. He's, can, he's healthy. He can walk in the 50 home runs with his size. Yeah. Looks up as the, the live stats updated. It looks like uh, <clears throat> Acuna and then McMahon, Ramos, and Escobar. Colorado, Detroit, and Arizona all have six now. So I think that's from after today. But, uh, I mean, seven home runs. And, I, and Trent references earlier, he texted me. We had a offline conversation uh, last week, was it, Trent, when you texted me? Do you, or is Twitter, actually. You hit me up on Twitter. We were talking about the ball jumping off the bat a little oh, bit yeah. more. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, and after the first week, I was like, yeah, I kind of see it a little bit. But mm-hmm. after this weekend, I think there were uh, three, maybe f- three or two or three players yesterday on Saturday that had multi-home run games. Uh-huh. And um, looking to see – but then again, there's also these pitchers going seven or eight innings now. But uh, is it just the – in my opinion, I wonder if it's just the dominant pitchers right now that are that you know your Beavers, your Bowers, your Kershaws, like three and zero, which is surprising to me, uh, that are going to have these quality starts, and then you know, in the other third, fourth man in the pitching rotation, is there going to be more runs scored, more home runs hit against those guys? Because uh, uh, freaking no one's hitting. Well, I guess uh, Degrom gave up a home run. Uh, today or yesterday but um still i mean that guy's gonna throw you seven eight innings and have 14 strikeouts so not much of a chance for a home run there but in the reference that trent was making it does seem like the ball is starting to pop a little bit more is it the weather but it's east coast there's freaking snowstorms Colorado, yeah. there's snowstorms i don't know i just made the comment i go wow i'm seeing a lot of home runs is it you know i didn't want to start any conspiracy theories or whatever mm. you know just noticed it. That's all. <laughs> we like we like conspiracy theories. Here. We have we have stuff to go off. I will say this too. It, it's odd that because I agree with you guys. It's odd that we're seeing all these home runs, and baseball changed the ball. Remember, they deadened the ball this year. Yeah, I mean, they they changed the. I don't know what they. Yeah, did. they they deadened it. Yeah, they deadened it, and all of a sudden we're seeing home runs flying again. You know, so I'm like, and so what did baseball already do? Because they realized that their dead ball isn't working. I just read an article two, three days ago. Baseball's talking about moving the mound back. Six yeah. Years. Yeah. You know, I was, they're trying yeah. to do anything to get pitchers numbers. I, I think they heard, I heard that they were trying it out in some minor league um, right. uh, leagues or whatever, uh, moving the, <laughs> moving um, the mound back. And there was something else too. I can't remember. Maybe you could look it up slim, but just some wild yeah. rules that you're like, Oh my God, I hope they don't do that. Yeah. We actually <laughs> were going to talk about that. We just didn't get around to it. There were, for all the every uh league is doing separate they're doing separate uh uh tests tests right huh. and uh let's see hold on one second i know i have it here shit i knew i had it here well we've got like the so yeah so ro- zone, that kind of stuff yeah the strike oh yeah zones. yeah the auto strike zone yeah so <clears throat> Bigger bases was one of them at the, you know, in one of the levels. Uh, Let's see. On-field timers. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Jiminy <laughs> uh, Christmas. Yeah, we, we were going to talk about that, you know, step-offs or pick-offs per plate appearance. We're going to be limited. A um, whole bunch of nonsense. But oh, the pitch so you the ball. count how many times you throw over? Oh, man. It was ridiculous. I mean, first of all, there's no way in heck that they were going to push – that they can push back the the pitching mount. It was like 12 inches is it what they were going to do. Yeah, it was yeah, a foot. A whole yeah. foot. And, I mean, these arms are already, you know, taxed as it is. And then you want to – have someone test out throwing from 78 inches or what 60 feet six inches to you know well, whatever it's, it's odd because is. i mean the whole is is the the whole point is trying to uh you know the game is too long right so they're trying to make the game a little shorter right but you're gonna get more hits more people on base with with you see the ball longer right so i feel like that's that don't make sense one hundred percent. I think that's the best way to put it. You're trying it to make, make shorter games, sense. but you're gonna ha- you're gonna cause more runs to be scored, which I guess is is more exciting, more runs to be scored. But you're working against your shorten the games deal. And I don't think. Oh, go ahead, Aaron. What you got? I I, I, I want to. I'm gonna piggyback on Trent's. Uh, I'm not trying to, you know, start conspiracy theories, but I'm just. <laughs> uh, they're testing a lot of things, right? And I wonder how many of these things they're going to try to bring in next year. And the reason I say this is the CBA's up. And the number one thing that players have already said and and have already told ownership, which is why you saw the Dodgers go buck wild on the payroll. The the players union has already said the, uh, whatever that is, the, the, the cap, it's not a cap. It's a luxury tax. Luxury tax. The players have already said, the players union has already said, number one, that's gone. Yeah. That will not be in the CBA. So here's my, I'm not saying, I'm just saying conspiracy theory. I wonder if the owners are saying, well, if we're going to have to give this up, let's see how many of these things that we can sneak in uh-huh. without the players really caring because they're going to be so focused on get rid of this. And they might come in with some of this ridiculous crap, like the, you know, pushing back the mound or how many times you can throw over. You know, I already hate the fact that if you come in as a relievers, you, if you get brought in, during an inning, you have to finish the inning. That pretty much gets rid of your left-handed specialist. You know, I really hate that crap. Yeah. Um, you, there's that There's that long argument the last three years. Should we get rid of the shift? Like, no, you shouldn't get – but I wonder how many of these things owners, if, they, if they're in their mind going, well, I'm going to have to go up to $450 million on my budget this year. Let me see right. things I can put in. Because in their mind, like you guys just said, if we push the mound back uh, 12 inches – well, five years from now, I'm not going to have to pay a $45 million starting pitcher because, hey, man, your ERA is four. And mm-hmm. you might- <laughs> yeah, why are you giving <laughs> these up all idiots, the yeah. These idiots you know? should be paying $45 million for a starting pitcher anyways because they only go five innings to begin with. <laughs> Spoken like a guy whose ace is Marco Gonzalez. <laughs> <laughs> they, they don't pay him $45 million either. So oh my, my point, you don't need hey, to when you, you have a guy you, who's only going to go five innings. True. This is true. This is true. You, you guys but, did outbid. You guys did bid against yourselves for Cano though at second base. 
Oh my God. Don't even bring up Cano. I'm glad that guy's long gone and rode <laughs> off into the sunset. I so wish you would have took, I wish you would have took him back, but he went to the <laughs> other, the other yeah. New York side, but we did have two no hitters already this year with Joe Musgrove uh, know, against huh? the Pirates and then San Diego's first no hitter. And then Carlos Rendon just threw one last week as well for the Chicago White Sox against uh, uh, Rudy's Cleveland Indians. So, I mean, it, it seems like there's been – it's funny because after Trent, the first few games of the season, I, you know, we were watching and it seems like, you know, there were more runs scored. But as of late, like this last week, it seems like there's lots more of uh, mm-hmm. lower runs scored in, right. in the game. And, um, you know, if I may have placed a few bets in the future or, you know, on games legally, of course, always legally – you know, there, there were times where, you know, I'm an over guy when there's a seven and a half or an eight and a half run uh, line. But in the past, you know, few days, it's been, you know, right under that. I mean, I think there was a game the other day, I want to say it was, uh, it might have been Pittsburgh, San Diego, but I think it, it was somebody who was, it was like seven runs in the first two innings and then it was a shutout the rest of the game, right? Mm-hmm. But um, so, you know, there's lots of, things to look at but i think all we have to worry about is let's just hope we get through the whole year this yeah. year and play the 162 and get yeah. the playoffs i just saw a note that they're postponing uh the oakland a's and uh twins These twins are having oh, yeah. issues huh? yeah the covid uh, had uh, houston this weekend when they're in they're in town against our mariners uh minnesota is having issues right now. Yeah. What New York Mets and Washington was canceled at the beginning. Washington had a couple at the opening day. Um, you know, man, yeah, that's, this that's COVID not good. thing, not good at all. So we just get through these 162 would be, would be a hundred percent worth it all year. And, and it's interesting, Aaron, you brought up the CBA, you know, what's, what are they going to talk about? What are they going to roll with next year? Right. I mean, We'll have to get into that later on in the year and see what happens as we hear more stuff going on for sure. Does the, uh, it's, it's, we, nobody knows, we, we have nothing to know, know about the COVID, but um, it seems like, what was it last year? I believe in 2020, right when it was all going, it was like seven to 10 days basically. Now it just seems like they, they went to more of an NFL protocol as we discussed over the NFL season is, you know, you got to test negative two or three times in a, mm-hmm. in a, in a row, and then you can get back. Um, Minnesota's case. I don't know if it's players. I haven't heard any players on that yet. Yeah. Uh, you know, one of the other changes, you know, one of the other changes is um, at least it's the first time I've, and, and I've, you know, Jason, I've, I've followed baseball my whole life, but so it's the first time I've heard of this and I could be wrong, but I do know that, uh, and it doesn't even have to be, COVID related, but because of COVID teams are now carrying obviously 26 active, but I believe they're carrying nine guys off the 40 man roster with them. So they're literally coming around with 35 players who are with the major league team at all times. Now, I don't know if that's always happened. I've never heard of that, but for an example, when the Yankees signed a door from uh, Texas, they put Tyler Wade on the travel list. So he's not active but he's still traveling with the team. It's not like he's gone to their independent site or the minor leagues. The alternate site, yeah. Yeah, so they're they're carrying up to nine guys with So in the dugout and in the clubhouse, 
they've got 35 guys. So that if any, at any moment, like tomorrow, you know, somebody goes down. Yeah. Just in case guys. Yeah. So they're no longer on that shuttle back to the minor leagues or to the alternate site. That's the first time I've heard they've done this. I, I could be wrong, but they're carrying uh, obviously 26 active, but they're carrying a bunch of like, like trenches said, just in case guys from day to day that you're not active today, but you're still with the team and traveling with us. And we may have to activate you after, after this game tomorrow kind of thing. So that, that's another thing that COVID has, has caused that they're carrying a bunch of guys that aren't kind of in a purgatory. They're not in the minor leagues getting innings pitched or at bats, but they're also not in the major leagues. They're just kind of flying around the country for free, uh, collecting a check. And then maybe today I'm activated tomorrow. I'm deactivated. Who knows? Yeah. And they seem, you know, we're still uh, what a week away from, I think the actual minor quote unquote minor league season starting. I think it starts May 1st. So I guess whatever that is two weeks away. Um, so, you know, definitely going to have to get these, these players going because, you know, they can they can have the scrimmage games and all that and you know play in these games against each other but they have to get real major league at bats and you know as everybody in Seattle is looking forward to is you know Jared Kellenick or whatever getting on the the main squad but Mariners brass has not said anything about you know pulling him uh putting him in in the show quote unquote until he gets some mi- more minor league at bats so you know, they got to get these minor leagues going. And then once we get to the minor league season two, you still going to have all those tests because then how is that the COVID test going to affect, you know, the minor league games and all that as well. So, yeah, you're you seeing know. more and more people, you know, even if you have a minor league guy, you know, now that's a new guy coming into your major league locker room. That's been, you know, exposed to whoever, you know, and they, I don't know how, how they, uh, from from my experience, like dealing with, you know, the team, uh, you know, and kind of doing charity stuff and, and trying to get in connections and stuff, they're totally kind of locked down. You can't go see anybody or or talk to anybody. They're, they're very secluded. Yeah, so, I mean, that throws another wrench into the plan. I wonder, right? I wonder, I wonder if that's why I, – I should say I wonder. That probably answers my question. That's why they're carrying those – just in case, guys. Yeah, probably that they're still in the same bubble and they're not yep. chilling at home or whatever. Yep. That way, I don't have to bring a minor leaguer in. You're right. Now, I need an emergency player tomorrow. Uh-huh. It's hurt or whatever, but now he's got to sit for seven days in quarantine. That yeah. makes sense now about why they're carrying all these extra bodies just in case. They're, like you just said, Trent, same. Yeah. We've been, we can contact trace him. We uh-huh. can get him without any issues. That makes sense. Yeah. Crazy world. Maybe the NFL should have done that before the Broncos had the <laughs> quarterback room. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, definitely needed a, a fifth quarterback on that team before they had and, to. And you know the Broncos were probably hot. You postponed the Steelers-Ravens for a whole week and made us go out and play with a grocery uh-huh. quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know I know. Uh, Aaron Jones, uh, a frequent guest on the show, was pretty fired up about that. We talked about that during the NFL season. It was uh, – it was an interesting conversation because that was when everything was fairly new and then, you know, had to play a game with a, a practice squad wide receiver yeah. at quarterback. So, oh. man, uh, at least knock on wood, like we said, you know, that the mayor, that the, the MLB gets 162 games in a playoff schedule and, uh, you know, we'll go from there and 
we get through this year and then we'll see what next year brings. I can't see them moving, you know, the pitching mound back, not in the middle of all these. You, there's no way. There's there's no way that's happening. You can't expect Clayton Kershaw, Shane Boomer, Beaver. There's no way. Cause, cause who knows, but man, that would, it just, I, I, I don't want to see, you know, I just, I just, I just imagine it would make just such a large impact. You would think, you know, yeah. I don't want to see that. I agree. I don't, I don't, I will never say never, but I could see, you know, for example, I think our ops out of this contract with the Dodgers this year. And the reason I say that is ours whole goal was to be the highest paid pitcher in baseball. When he signed with the Dodgers, I think he basically has four one-year contracts. He can opt out every year of this contract. The rest of this contract, he drops down, and I'm not, you know, blowing nothing at it. He drops down to $19 million a year. So now he's like middle of the pack as a starting pitcher. So I can get, and I'm getting back to the mound thing. I could see a Trevor Bauer in the union's ear. Don't be moving this mound back because it might hurt me, and I want to opt out of this contract next year. I don't know what this extra 12 inches is going to do to my ERA and my right. All pitchers are going to be saying the same yeah. thing. Why would yeah, I I've, got, I've got an opt out coming up. Don't do this to me. I've, yeah. I, I've, I've been I'm playing my whole life at 64. Yeah. 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 Right now on the contract yeah. year. Yeah. Then, and, and then you've got guys like Aaron Judge who are coming up for his free agency. Yeah, move that back. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Let that 99 mile an hour fastball yeah. come in at 95. Yeah. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Let, oh that, let, let that slider bounce in the dirt a foot in front of the plate from now on. I'm good. <laughs> yeah, it just seems like the – I mean, that just seems like a wacky conversation. To, you got to relearn. Like, you got to relearn gotta, everything. It's just it's just like how they change the rules, you know, for DBs. And the, you got to relearn how to tackle all of a sudden, right? It's the mm -hmm. same kind of deal. Why would you Why would you want to play DB when you, you don't even know how, what the rules how, – how do I tackle a guy, you know? Yeah. And you so can't now these pitchers, they'll have to relearn. How to, how to throw breaking balls because it's going to break at the wrong time or you got to start it out here. It'd be, it'd be a lot of stuff. It's too um, much. And, and, I, and I think when you talk about like guys like Garrett Cole and Trevor Bauer and, you know, uh, Jacob DeGrom, those are guys going to be like, are you kidding me? In the middle of my career? Right. You want me to do this? I got to go back to 13 years old and learn how to throw a curveball? Uh -huh, uh -huh. Those guys are going to be like, no. And you're going to have yeah. big night. Big name agents, uh, agents for these guys. No, we're not. So I, I don't. I'm not going to say never, but I could see the union pushing back on that hard. Well, I, I'd be interested to see how this the test is going in in wherever they're testing it. You know, I see was how, just going to say I'd like to just yeah. see one inning of that and see the, how the, terrible that looks. The, the that only sounds reason, like a terrible idea. The only reason that I don't trust it in the minor leagues is we all know those minor league fields are way bigger. They're way bigger. Like, as a Yankee fan, I can tell you right now in the minor leagues, Aaron Judge and Gary Sanchez never hit 20 home runs in their minor league career because those fences are – those parts are way bigger. Mm. So, I, I, that's the only reason I would – even if they came out and said, look, it has no impact, I'd be like, yeah, but left field, yeah. 99 feet, you know. And then we're not even talking about the gaps of center. I, I don't – I wouldn't trust it. I, I agree with Trent. It, it, it's – it's going to be the Colorado Rockies in 1995 all over again. Whatever, <laughs> five baseball just looks stupid. It just, yeah. you know, you got guys that have never hit 25 home runs all of a sudden hitting 38, 40. I mean, it's just going to be ridiculous. Yeah, I'm not. Like I said, I'd like to see just one inning of that just to see what it's about. But 
that does not sound like a good idea or fun for anybody at that point. And if they're talking about Trent was saying too, you know, trying to make the game quicker, that's not happening. Not that, especially when you have an injury because some guy's arm hurts from throwing so far away nowadays. Yeah. Um, man, what? You're not gonna and you're not gonna make the game quicker by uh, limiting how many times I can throw over to first because now yeah. guys are gonna like imagine that. If I go in as a base runner and I know you're only allowed to throw over first three times an inning <laughs> space and you've already thrown three times, why would I not steal? I'm gone. Over here? You <laughs> so now, now you're going to have constant runners. Right. The, the strategy changes it all. <laughs> you know, the yeah. whole strategy changes. You take the guesswork out of baseball. Oh, this guy's already thrown over. Everybody's going, you know. Mm -hmm. Now he's pitching with runners in scoring position. Now an inning is going to be an hour and a half, you know, sometimes because I can't keep guys honest. You know, now we can't go, we can't go over into the shift because everybody knows I can't throw over there. And yeah, he's going to go. He's going to you know, go. And, Why not? Yeah. And then you got inflated stolen base numbers. Oh yeah. And, oh yeah. You know, I just, I just think about everything that trickles down. You know, interesting. Just let's speak it. Speaking of pure, just let it go. Yes. Yeah. And speaking just of pure and and stolen base numbers that Trent just referenced to, uh, I'd like to pull that up while I'm here thinking about it now because uh, if I can find it. Back in the day, as Trent knows, you know, run Ricky run, yeah. you know, Ricky Henderson. And as we discussed before, Aaron Barcott, like, you know, greatest stolen base ever. And he could just fly and he was stealing a hundred bases right i think what was it two years ago in 2019 the most stolen bases was like 50 not even close and it was like two players that had 50 and the next closest was like 20 the mariners tried to implement that plan i think in 2019 and their plan was in 2020 um to you know you know yes, use yes. utilize yeah. speed right yeah, they had D Gordon. Who else? They, they yeah. one and nine. What do we have? Was it? Uh, it wasn't like Crawford. Twenty nineteen was like six years ago. So yeah, right. <laughs> especially after all the time we all spent at home. I but. can't remember. And I, I, I think analytics is what's killed stolen bases. Billy Bean came out, and I read that Moneyball book. I, I watched the movie, but I read the book, and Billy Bean talked about not running in the outs. And that's another piece of baseball that you've taken away, the purity of the game, where now pitchers no longer have to worry. A pitcher mm -hmm. in 2021 doesn't have to have the amount of fear that a pitcher in 1991 had. I mean, before that, because the odds of that runner at first base stealing second are way lower than yeah. they were a year ago. And it's, you've just taken some of the prep work, the guesswork. The, I, I hate analytics. I, I really was I, – I knew it wasn't going to die, but I thought after the whole Blake Snell incident in the World Series, it's what analytics has become. I'm taking out a dominant pitcher in a must-win game who's destroying the opponent. I'm just going to take him out because some computer print sheet said so. And yeah. You know, stolen bases are gone because we guys that can steal 100 bases in baseball. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? 
In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. But, you know, the GMs don't want to do it. It's it, whatever it may be. There's a thousand different reasons, but analytics keep telling them don't steal bases. Why wouldn't you want a guy on second base after a walk? Right. You know, I, I just, but it is. There's especially, not- especially if you recruited him, you drafted him or whatever on his 90 foot uh, sprint yeah. time. Yes. Why you, you know, who cares? Yes. Then, right? Yes. <laughs> so why you, why you time him if you're not even going to let him, let him run? Yeah. 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 And not every single team has a Yadier Molina behind the plate. Right. Right. Yeah. I right. mean, yeah. Which by, the, the, which, which by the way is another thing. Quick test uh, catchers on their pop to pop. If you're, uh, no one's still out. What, why do you care if that guy has an arm? Right. No ceiling, you know, Hey, Mike Yatsa would thrive in this era. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah and you know speaking of Yadier Molina I wanted to bring this up and I almost forgot about it first catcher to ever catch 2,000 games with one team that's so that's, cool man that's shout out to him man I, I think I, that's, that's so cool that is pretty awesome. dope that, that is, is awesome. crazy to think about uh-huh. um what is it and like? to have what would they showed it was the, his first game or whatever was Wainwright and the last game the other day the was Wainwright game too. was Wainwright that's so that's so cool yeah that is awesome that's that's what baseball is about you always yeah. have those milestones you always have those memories and those accolades that happen in just the right time mm-hmm. excuse me I mean like you know when Chris Davis hit what was it like 247 like three years in a row all the same it was he had the same batting average home runs and rbis for three years in a row that's, crazy. that's ridiculous i that's mean that's crazy. what baseball is all about i think that's what in my opinion i love just being able to see all those those numbers and just how it all plays out and and just to see how intriguing it just ends up being because it's so much fun and just you know, memorable memories forever mm-hmm. that way. But I mean, right now, Ramon Lariano back to the stolen base thing real quick. Ramon Lariano from Oakland has eight stolen bases right now. And there's a few people tied with four and a few people tied with three. Yeah, I mean, bases. I don't know. Stolen bases are nothing. I mean, you talk there, about people tied, tied with four with, and that's what second. Uh, Mike Taupman came off the bench and pinch ran for the Yankees, and that's all he really does. But in one game, he stole two bases. So, like, literally, the guy's probably in the top ten in stolen bases from one game where he pinch ran and stole second and third. That's just interesting. That mm. Why do you not put the ball in motion? Like, when did you last time you seen a hit and run? I mean – I mean, when do you not move the, the runners over? I mean, yeah, you're not playing to win a 1-0 game these days. But if you're already 3-1 to one and you're in the third inning, I mean, you have to take some chances to get some runners in the scoring position to get back in the game. I mean, yeah. and, and a perfect example would be the Mariners, I guess, because we're not going to hit, you know, three home runs a game like the Yankees or the Red Sox these days. Uh, let's just get the – get the runners moving a little bit um, instead of, you know, striking out with, you know, one out and a guy on first. And then the next guy striking out with the runner, you know, with the runner on first to, 
close out the game, the inning or whatever. So, yeah. I mean, I'll tell you what, at all levels, if you, if you put some guys in motion on the base pass, you lay a couple bunts down or just put the ball in play, good things are going to happen. You, know? you make them at, make at the play, levels. right? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know if you, if you just rely on home runs or base hits. I mean, I don't know that, that, that that's going to work for some people, but you know, uh, a lot of teams that's really fun to watch. And I'm, I'm, I'm trying to think of like Kansas city Royals year was that 2018. They had, they were guys flying all over the place, you know, running, bunting, all that stuff. And, and it's, they, went, you know, they went to back to back world series. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody hitting 30 home runs. Like you said, it was all hit, right. you know, sacrifice bunts, a bunch yeah. that no one could hit. And that it was very basic, you know. And that but was a fun team to watch. That was it was a very fun team. And it, yeah. but I want to get back to Yachty real quick. Just real quick side note. You talk about old school. 2039 games. The guy has 7,162 plate appearances. He has struck out 800 times. Oh wow. Damn. Oh, I can tell you there are players that have <laughs> years and have six, 700 strikeouts. This guy has 7,000 at-bats. Jeez. 800 strikeouts. He's got almost as many runs scored as strikeouts. I mean, that you talk about old school because he's that catcher, doesn't have a lot of home runs. He doesn't have 200 home runs. Strong arm, you know, decent batting average, and just does the little things. I'm not going to strike out. I'm going to walk. I'm going to throw people out. I'm going to play defense. I'm going to call a great game behind the plate. May not be the 40 home run guy, but I'm going to keep you. I'm the reason this pitching staff is competitive. I can call yeah. it because look, look, look how good St. Louis has been. None of those guys have gone anywhere else and dominated the starting mm-hmm. dominate with him, and then he can throw people out. And he's not going to put we just talked about laying down bunts, doing all the little things. He's not swinging and missing. He's 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 7,000 plate appearances, 800. You, that's that's that old school stuff where we don't yeah, just that's a, that's a hell of a career yeah hey i'll tell you right now i miss this the small ball part of the game i miss exactly what you just said about yachty not striking out not swinging for the fences gonna get on base i miss this the stolen bases like we talked about and the hit and runs and just making the game because i think in my opinion with the exception of trent the young guy over here uh, Aaron Barcott, you and I are the older guys, right? But you know, when you 50. go, <laughs> when you go, when you were playing the game when you were growing up, you learned all that stuff the small yeah. ball hit, hit behind the runner type stuff, right? And that's what I miss most about the game a little bit, you know, now. But of course, I watch baseball every day, I love it. But it just seems like there's the the the, the old school aspect of the game is not really going away, but it just seems like today's managers are just too scared. Like you referenced to as, as well, Aaron Barcott, it, you know, too scared to actually be the one to make that call. I mean, you're the manager for a reason. I, I think we've all had coaches when, or even uh, been around <clears throat> current coaches in the high school level or the minor league level where, you know, they're willing to take that chance because they want to win the game. I wonder if it now, and this is maybe a whole different subject, if the managers of these major league teams just don't understand that. I'd like to see where Tony LaRusa ends up going with the White Sox this year because he's an old school guy, right? Dusty Baker's an old school guy with Houston yeah. right now. Um, see how their teams fare against these newer managers because, you know, there are a lot of younger 
you know, when I say younger, I mean like 30, 30, 40s, no, I, right? We're, we're, yeah, I know what you mean by younger. You talk about, I mean, I'll say it right now. And this is what I hate about analytics. Aaron Boone, who I think is a very good manager, but they hired him because they wanted to be analytical. They wanted him to do what Brian Cashman asked him to do. And you just, I don't know that you can run analytics when you've got free swingers like Aaron Judge and Kenya and John and in your lineup. I don't know that that's a, you know, analytics lineup, but so when you say younger, I get what you're saying. It's these guys are getting hired because I mean, when Oakland has only hired managers for 20 years that would just adhere to Billy Bean, you're not making decisions. You're doing what yeah. Yeah. That was something that I was, I was going to make a comment on, you know, it, it could be just these, style of managers that are being hired are what the general man general managers are looking for we we want to hire a guy that is going to play a certain way and this is what's going to you know bring more fans to the stands or, or whatever sell more tickets this type of this type of play and they're going to hire those type of guys man it's just it's so baffling to me when you see i mean okay we're going to go on and on about this i know so we'll try to we'll try to wrap it up but yeah this is off topic i got i got <laughs> I mean, now that you're starting to run around on second base, right? And your extra innings, you're starting to run around second base with no outs. And back in the day, it would be, you know, bunt the guy to third, one out, you get a run. And I know yeah. that the, the home team obviously has the same, the same uh, starting point in the bottom of the 10th, right? And I've heard conflicting stories of, you know, uh, the, the, the away team, you know, they want to put a run on the board without sacrificing them over, you know, they want to be able to win or lose on the road type thing. So it's hard for me to fathom, like in my personal opinion, I almost think I would nine times out of 10, depending who you have up, I guess, if you have a, a, a Kyle Seeger at the plate yeah. with someone on base, or you have an Aaron judge or, you know, the main player on your team whatever you wouldn't want to do that but at least get that first run across and worry yeah. about the bottom in your defense and your pitching right you well, still have your closer opportunity right that's the other thing too it depends on who's in that bullpen that's going to come in and shut it down that next inning maybe they have a guy that they think can't hold on to that one run lead or whatever you know so that, that comes into play too i mean there's been many opportunities in extra inning games this year and i i know i'm wrong but I haven't seen one sacrifice bunt to get the guy to third. You know, well, it'd be interesting to see if there's a way to figure that out. But I, I will say this. Um, I'm going to throw this out there, by the way. I'm going to be the old school Mariner fan that always has an excuse. <laughs> Let me give an excuse about the Yankees 5 and 10. We've lost three extra inning games this year because mm. of that stupid rule. We've lost three one-run extra inning games because that dumb rule. I hate it, but again, that's an excuse. I know, but I will say this to get back to what you guys are talking about. It happened today when the Yankees lost today. It's a two-two. Or sorry, we're down two-one. Urshela leads the inning off with a double. Now we did score, but here's how it went: double, leadoff double. Back in the game that we all grew up watching, it's the bottom of the order, by the way. We're not talking like Aaron Judge and John Carlos Stanton are next. It's seven, eight, nine are up next. Nobody lays down a bunt. There's a ground. I, I almost thought we we're going to waste the opportunity. There's a ground out to the pitcher and a ground out to the third baseman. 
Now we've got two outs in the stranded runner second. We got lucky that the nine hitter walked and DJ LeMay, who came up and got an RBI single to tie it. But that's exactly what we're talking about in baseball. A leadoff double in the seventh inning down one with the bottom of the order. And no one says, let's lay down a bunt, advance the runner third. Now you got you got less than two outs, get a fly ball in the outfield. Nope. I, I, just, I just watched that and I'm like. Because oh, analytics man. tells you that the yeah. probability is higher to let you yes. and, and And the other part was one of the batters was a left-hander. They were like, hey, there's an odds on that this left-hander yeah. is going to just yeah. pop one over the first baseman's <laughs> head. Like, oh, my. I'm not an A-Rod guy, but I watched A-Rod announce a game a couple of years ago. I was in Vegas where I go every summer because that's my city. But I was in Vegas and A-Rod's announcing a game. And it's the same situation as Sunday night baseball. Same exact thing. The difference is the team does not score. Leadoff double, no run scored. And A-Rod made the comment, when you play dumb baseball, you get dumb things in return. <laughs> 100%. And, and, that's, and that's just – and that goes for any sport. That's, that's actually a life lesson. When you do dumb stuff, dumb stuff comes back. Like, you can't just get a leadoff runner in scoring position in a one-run game – and attempt no no bunts, nothing, and then throw your arms in the air and go, how did we lose the game? Let me tell you what you didn't do. <laughs> you had nobody lay down a bunt. I mean, you just said, we've gotten to that era where we just, everybody's swinging away. And it's yeah. just. Uh, oh, my God. Everybody's I can't... swinging away. Everybody's shooting threes. Right? Mm-hmm. I, yep. <laughs> I hope everybody feels, feels our pain and understands what we're saying because, <laughs> I mean, oh, wait, I think a... there's people out there that do. As a high school basketball coach, just as a side note, I hate that crap. Mm-hmm. I hate I hate hearing everything's a three or a layup. The mid range game is gone. And right. That is something that that's preached by coaches. 100%. Lip, the, it, the one thing at high school that's being preached, even on fast breaks, one on none, pull out and hit the three. Wow. Think about <laughs> that. We are now in an era where kids, because I've seen it, are being taught fast break, pull up and hit that three. Wow. Now you're talking about. <laughs> go get me that bunny 100% layup don't shoot the 41% yeah. three and then you have no rebounders now they're back in a transition spot but but again it's the same thing everybody's swinging away every you know it's just it's ridiculous to me and I, I just I, baseball is pure I know we're in that era where everybody wants that 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 cell phone gratification I need yeah. everything right now that's just not what baseball is you put I, I wish people would love baseball for what it is. It's never going to be basketball and football. It's going to be this pure sport where you've got to do things and it, it's, it's going to have some ups and downs in a whole season. Mm-hmm. You know? It's a long you're, season. You're never going to be that guy like in the NFL where if you're healthy, you're going to have that guy that can dominate. Look at, mm-hmm. look at the running back in Tennessee. As long as he's healthy, he's dominating. That's right. never going to happen in baseball. You're going to have even Aaron Judge, and I know I keep going back, but I'm a Yankee guy. Even that rookie season, he had after the All Star break like a six weeks where he could he couldn't hit the ball out of the infield. It's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. People hate it. I just, I think baseball's pure. I wish they wouldn't touch it with all these dumb rules. It's just let the game be the game. Hey, and just to be clear, I'm not a fan of the, when I started off with the tenth inning conversation. I'm not a fan of the runner on second base. I would much rather see them play it out, go through the bullpen, yeah. and have to have your third string catcher yeah. pitch the 17th inning if you have to yeah you know that's we just my have, opinion then we the mariners have do we win three extra inning games or something this year so far 
I, yeah, I think we have won a few of the extra yeah. ones for so sure. We have benefited from the rule. Yeah, the benefit yeah, from the rule. And everybody is, everybody will. But I just hate, I, I, I don't care so much regular season. I, I do care because I want the rule gone. But the rule is oh. the rule. So the problem I have with it is, do I want game seven of the World Series decided in the 11th inning because somebody came out and started with nobody out in the runner at second? Not in the world championship. I, I, I don't want that. No, I, I, you got to earn it. You, you, yep. Hundred percent agree. Hundred percent agree with that. And that's, I mean, as all of us lifelong baseball fans, Trent, Aaron, you know, hundred percent. Like when you're watching a, even a World Series game, even if it's not your team, you don't want to see it extra innings where there's a guy on second base. I there's just no way. Just keep playing and go for it, man. See the the methodology, not the analytics, the methodology of baseball come into effect. So, damn. Boys, I know I kept you on a little longer today. Appreciate everyone coming on. My phone's at 3%. Hey, perfect timing. <laughs> Anybody want to – I guess uh, no adding to anything on that. So, before we lose, Trent, thanks again uh, for coming on. Much appreciated. Make sure everybody goes to alwayshavingfunfoundation.org. Uh, appreciate your insight on that, Trent. So why don't you close out? And then if your phone dies, you get out of here. Appreciate you. We're going to be done here anyway. So thanks again, yeah. Trent, for coming on. Follow him Thank at TrentHindu24. What you got, Thank brother? Thank you, guys. I, I appreciate you having me on and talking a little baseball and and uh, uh, thank you for letting me talk about the foundation and, and uh, you know, hope everybody has a good weekend. Hey, thank you. Tell the wife and kids I said hi. Will do. And, uh, miss them all. We'll we'll talk soon. All right. Take bye care. Bye. Take care of yourself. Man. All right. Thank you. Later, thank bro. You. Absolutely. Bye bye. Aaron, <laughs> thanks for coming on, bro. We got into some rabbit holes there, and I know we go on forever. Um, so well, not, and, and that's why I was. I Chris doesn't know this, but I always apologize to you because I start running my mouth, and then. I never know. Like you're like you're back there going, dude, shut the fuck up. Like in the back of your mind, <laughs> just shut the fuck up. See, so no, I apologize, but no, it's I, good. I, we got we gotta get on there. We know we get the announce big homie back. I know there's plenty of content waiting for him to come out too. So, uh, you know, we'll find him on the street somewhere. And this well, where's Waldo or where's the announce big homie shirt? Uh, so, hey everybody, thanks for listening. Don't forget to subscribe. Rate and review the show as always. Go to thisfunner.com for more podcasts and online content. Grab some merch while you're there from the Funner family. Follow me on Twitter at Stick015. Follow the uh, real anonymous big homie at homie underscore anonymous. Uh, Aaron Barcott, thanks again, brother. We'll talk soon. Take care of yourself. All right, later. Later. Damn, this is fun. That was Sports Fix with Sticks. Thank you for listening, and don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review the show. If you want to join the show, use the hashtag Sticks and Sports.